0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. Some of the scariest words that we could ever hear are the words that we heard in the Gospel today. Depart from me. I never knew you. Those are probably the scariest words we could ever hear. Depart from me. You evildoers, I don't know who you are. Now, to avoid ever having to hear those words, we've got to figure out why and to who does Jesus say these words. In the Gospel today, Jesus says that anybody who does the will of my Father will go to heaven. And then, he says to these people, depart from me, I never knew you. And he says it to the people who actually were prophesying in Jesus' name, which means they were preaching and they were speaking on behalf of God. He says it to the people who were actually healing people, who were casting out demons in Jesus' name. He says to those people, depart from me, I never knew you. Now what's the issue there? Because, you know, for many of us, when we think about getting closer to God, we think that... You know, immediately we begin to think about, well, all these things that I need to do. Well, man, I, I, I really am really far from that. Like, I don't preach in Jesus' name. I don't cast out demons. I don't heal. Like, I think I need to be doing a whole bunch of things in order for me to get into heaven. We come up with a whole big long list of all of the things that I need to do to get into heaven. But then Jesus says... He who does the will of my Father will enter heaven. So isn't preaching and casting out demons and healing people, isn't that all a part of the will of God? Absolutely. The issue with those people who didn't make it into heaven was that they depended completely only on doing the external acts. But from inside, they did not know Jesus. They thought that doing these acts alone would save them. But inside, they didn't allow Jesus in. Inside, they didn't have an experience of Jesus. They weren't working with Jesus, they were working for Jesus, away from Jesus. Thinking that as long as I do these things, I'm good. I just check off this list. You know, I'll say these prayers, I'll cast out these demons. And a lot of the times when we do these things, we're really doing it for who? For ourselves. When we pray, when we fast, when, even when we talk about Jesus to people, a lot of the times it's really rooted in us and not in Jesus. It's rooted in making myself feel better or, you know, patting myself on the back. It makes us feel self-righteous. But it really has nothing to do with Jesus himself. You know, sometimes we do it because we want other people to see that, oh, we're Christians. We go to church. We're church people. Sometimes we, we pray or we fast only because we want to get something out of God. I want to, you know, make sure that if I say all these prayers and if I do all of these things, then, you know, Jesus, you won't take away, you know, my riches, or Jesus, you won't take away my children from me. You'll make sure my life is perfect. So we make sure that we go through all of these things. To make sure that, okay, Jesus, you're, you're pleased with me, so now you won't make my life miserable. These are all very surfacey reasons for why we would go to God or why we would practice religious practices. Praying, preaching, reading, whatever it might be. There is, there is two camps of people here. And it's really hard, and it takes really a long time on this spiritual journey to find a good balance of both. There's two camps here. There's, there's the one camp that thinks that if they can just believe, it's enough. They don't need to do anything. They don't need to uh, go to Mass. They don't need to read the Bible. You know, they just believe. Father, I've got, I got great faith. I believe in Jesus with all my heart. Awesome. So, do you go to church? Do you pray? When was the last time you've been to confession? Oh, Father, it's been like 25 years. I don't go to confession. You've got that camp of people who believe that just believing in Jesus is enough. Believe me. Believing in Jesus, you can pull out demons and you can heal people. Faith is, is, is important, but it's not enough on its own. Faith now should lead to action. But then there's people who they say they have faith, but they just do the acts. They go to church, they read, they do all the external things. But inside, there is no real faith. It's not alive, it's dead. You're just going through the motions. You've got these two camps of people, and what Jesus is asking for is we need both. I need to have faith that will move mountains that will command demons to be gone, and that will heal people. But at the same time, my faith in Jesus and my knowledge of Jesus needs to be there. That word, know, I never knew you, to know, it actually, it's rooted in the same word that comes from the word of intimacy, to know someone intimately. If we do all of these things, if we have all this great faith, If I don't know Jesus, it doesn't get me anywhere. Because what Jesus wants is me. He wants my heart. He wants a relationship with me. He wants me to know him. And him to know me. He wants me to be familiar with his voice. What does his voice sound like? Are you familiar with the voice of God? Do you know when God is speaking to you? Do you know what Jesus' heart looks like? What it sounds like? What it feels like. Do we know Jesus personally? You can know a lot about a person. I can can know a lot of facts about God and about our faith. I can know a lot of facts. I can memorize the whole entire catechism of the Catholic Church. And I can spit out all of these facts about God and about faith. But do I know Jesus personally? Am I safe to say, yeah, Jesus... I know you, I'm familiar with you, and you're familiar with me. That in my life, I can recognize Jesus in other people. In my life, in my own heart, and in my own thoughts, I can recognize when Jesus is speaking to me. Do we know Jesus that way? Because if we don't, then no matter how many demons we casted out, no matter how many rosaries we prayed, No matter how many things that we've done, it's all in vain. It's all rooted in self. It's not connected to a person. Our relationship with God is not a transaction. I do these things, and then you give me a blessing. I do all of these things, and then you bless me, and you give me. It's a relationship. And a relationship has to be mutual. A relationship has to be active. It has to be constantly worked at. It's not enough for for two people who are married to just go through the motions. What ends up happening? Married couples out there, when you just go through the motions, the wife just cooks, the guy goes to work, and they don't talk to each other, and they don't communicate with each other, and they don't really know each other, and they're not intimate with each other. They don't lay with each other. They don't laugh with each other. They don't hug each other. They don't sit and watch a movie together. They're not silent with one another. They just run in two different parts of the house all day long. (laughs) What ends up happening to that married couple? You're going through the motions, right? You're doing all the right things. But what ends up happening to those two people? You grow so far apart, you no longer know this person. And then when you no longer know this person, you say, oh, I fell out of love with my spouse. I fell out of love. I hate that. I fell out of love. Listen, I fell out of love. Yellow way. That's because you don't talk to your spouse. That's because you don't spend time with your spouse. That's because you don't even know who your spouse is anymore. And this is what happens to us and our faith with Jesus. We just go through the motions without actually encountering the person of Jesus. Without realizing that Jesus is here. That he's a person with desires, with dreams for us, with wants, with a yearning desire. Who has thoughts. Who has a heart that beats. We forget that he is alive, that he's real, that he is a person. And we just go through motions. Where does that lead us? That leads to, you know what? You did all the right things, but I don't know who you are. Today, we're real with ourselves. Where do we feel like we fall? Where am I right now in my faith life with Jesus? In my relationship with Jesus? My relationship. Am I competent to say that I'm familiar with Jesus and he's familiar with me? I have that intimacy, I have that connection, I get him, he gets me, I know him, he knows me. Or am I still just kind of on the level of going through the motions? The motions are good, again, we need to pray, we need to fast, we need to read, we need to do all of these things, absolutely. And many times we're not even doing those things, we're not even reading, we're not even fasting, we're not even studying our faith, we're not even coming to mass. Sometimes we're, we're not even doing that much. And then, we, and then we, we lie to ourselves, we make excuses for ourselves, well, I have faith in Jesus. We need both. So guys, the, um, the temptation during Lent is to just kind of go through the motions. Well, I can't eat meat, um, I can't eat chocolate, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. And we stay there. And then we just feel miserable. Like Lent just gets harder and harder because you're like... Gosh, I just keep saying no to myself. But we're not filling ourselves. We're not doing anything to meet Jesus personally, to encounter him. We're not taking that time to be alone with him. We're not taking that time to listen to him and him to listen to me. We're not intimate with him. Jesus wants intimacy. That's what he wants. So if my Lenten practices are not leading me to intimacy with Jesus, I'm not doing Lent correctly. So I can give you ways of being intimate with Jesus, but it's not enough to just do them. If I am not bringing my heart and my soul to Jesus, and if I'm not praying with all my heart, mind, and soul, again, I'm just going through the motions. Praying, fasting, reading, studying. All of those things are important. But am I being intimate? Am I being vulnerable with God? Am I being weak before God? Am I saying everything before God? Oh, Jesus already knows all of those things. He already knows what's in my heart. No. He does, but he wants to hear it. He wants it to come out of us so that he can take it. And then he can exchange it with his heart, with his love, with his truth. He wants that exchange and that intimacy. Are we doing that this Lent? This Lent, be intimate with Jesus. Don't go through the motions. Give him your heart. And in giving your heart, oh my goodness, when we give our hearts to Jesus, we experience the heart of Jesus. He gives us his heart in return, and it is an incredible exchange. And then, by the end of Lent, we'll be new people. We'll be truly transformed, not just from the outside, but from the inside. And we'll rise from our sin to be alive with the resurrected Jesus. Amen.